Right. Listen, welcome. Come on in. Welcome to yet another Sunday to the beauty expansion movement. Again, come on in. Welcome. This is a great, great addition. Uh, for those of you that are coming on in, I want to share something with you. I want to let you know that this particular edition of the weekly show is dedicated. This is dedicated to my friend, our friend, Ebony Moore. Gotta tell you a quick story about this young lady. Um, I met her at Winston-Salem State back in 91 after I graduated high school. And many people thought I met her in Charlotte, but it wasn't until I got to college in Winston that I met her. And just did my own hair. Hadn't gone to hair school at this point in my life, but she saw something in me and she was like, nay, can you do this? Can you hook me up? And she always spoke about another young lady at the time who was going to the Art Institute down in Atlanta. And um, I just wanna tell you that she took the beauty in me and she took the fashion in this young lady who you'll meet in just a moment. And she merged us together. We met as friends and we've been friends all these many, many years. But the one thing that was so beautiful, beautiful about this uh, relationship and friendship over the years is that Ebony was the model. She was the model. So we had the beauty, we had the model, we had the fashion and um, just a great thing. And I just want to share that she is always in our memory. Um, I would like to, uh, again, without further ado, bring on our guest today, uh, which we are um, all friends. We were friends together, Miss Tara Davis. She is a fashion designer and she is an educator. And I'm going to bring her on. All right. Hi, Tara. Hey, hey. Come on now. How hey, are you? I just hey, wanted Chica, to bring you, you on. I can hear you very well. I'm good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hey, Chica. How are hey, you? I can, okay, I'm doing good. Good. Good, good. I just wanted to ask I you, did you want to you. say any Please words? Man, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to um, remove oh, Ab. Uh, definitely. Um, you know, just to piggyback off what you said, uh, yeah, okay. Um, piggyback on the, definitely what you said. You know, Ebony has been uh, that centerpiece for not only us, but uh, a few other of our, our friend girls. We call us sissies, sisters, chicas. Um, and she definitely is missed. Definitely is missed. Uh, we miss her so much, but we are continuing, you know, her momentum of friendship, um, bond, uh, business beauty and fashion um, because that's what she encompasses she encompasses it all so we just we miss her so much and uh, definitely want to dedicate as you said this this uh, live to her all right thank you, thank you. all right um 
Thank you. Before we go on, I must say that um, those that know me, they know that I use the word chica. Hey, chica, what's going on, chica? I use that word interchangeably. I, I use it a lot. And, you know, usually that's once I get to know people. <laughs> I need people to know, especially those that are following the show. Uh, this is the one, this is Tara. This is the one that um, kind of got it started for me many years ago. And it just stuck. Chica, chica, chica. So um, it was so funny, but um, that word, I said, Chica, where did that come from? Just all of a sudden. But anyway, when you hear that word, Tara was the one that just, it, it just stuck within our crew and we use it all the time. And so um, I want to say welcome to the show. Thank you, uh, my sister girl, my sister friend, my sister. And yeah. that, yeah, I just want to add, you know, like this is the beauty movement. But as many people uh, know that in the beauty industry, you know, many of the stylists, they break off from hair and they go and they become image consulting, uh, consultants. They may become wardrobe consultants. Maybe people don't know that, you know, in the cosmetology curriculum that we do talk about how hairstyles complement the clothing that your client wears. And that is something as a stylist that we have to pay attention to. You know, someone who's athletic may not wear a style that has a bunch of curls or someone that's in the office may not wear um, a style that is very curly. They may want something with movement. So, you know, being in tune with fashion is synonymous with the beauty industry. So I wanted to kind of bring that to the light. But listen, we this topic is about, you know, how to pivot in the fashion industry in a pandemic. And we've had some of those type of topics talking about it in the beauty industry, how they completely shut down the beauty industry, but I'd like to ask you from a fashion standpoint, you know, what type of um, things have you experienced in this pandemic that you could share from a fashion standpoint? Yeah, well, for me as, as an independent designer, um, it's already uh, a, a challenge to, to run a business as, as independently. And um, what has happened with just really based on the type of sales strategy that you have, um, you you can encompass different uh, challenges within those. So, say for instance, for us, um, one of our main sales strategies was uh, meeting with our clients. Um, I do a lot of custom orders. Um, we also do something called drinks and dresses where we are meeting new clients, going to clients' homes, uh, showing our, you know, dresses and collections and doing pop-up shops. So everything is about meeting and greeting and building relationships. Mm -hmm. um, so because of COVID, you know, definitely, you know, that shut all that down. It, it completely shut it down. So, you know, I had... Um, a few clients to say, well, what well, can we do it with the mask? I was like, well, just still wait, you know, because we're still in an in a intimate setting and, you know, you know, trying to be six, you know, feet distant, distant, you know, within that setting is kind of, you know, defeats the purpose of being intimate. So, um, you know, one of the, the things that we've had to do is, I mean, we've always done online, but we didn't have to 
focus on online. Uh, so we, we definitely had to pivot and get into that market, you know, 100%, you know, so that's, that's one of the things that, or one of the challenges that we've had is that pivoting to online. So let me ask you that, because that's a great point. And um, some of the things that I, too, try to get my beauty industry to realize and some of the teachings that I have and programs that I'm coming up with is that online, you can't even get away from it. No matter how afraid you are to go live or how afraid you are to learn how to use social media or even use um What's necessary to move your business online? What's what are some of the challenges that you face with online? Well, I, I think for me, the biggest challenge for me is that I do like that intimate setting. I do like yeah. with my clients. I do like building the friendships. You know, I, I that's that's the part of the reason why I got into fashion is because I love dressing women and I love seeing them smile. I can't see you smile when you put my dress on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you're right. You know, you're right, T. <laughs> so, you know, so that's that's hard for me to 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 try to connect, you know, in a sense of, you know, having, you know, that, you know, the, that same feeling or that same or something similar to that feeling um, whenever, you know, people are, are still trying to purchase, you know, so. Uh, trying to build those modules where you can understand how to connect in, in a sense um, and how to, you know, get customers to really understand um, really who you are without meeting you, you know, who your brand is without meeting you, things of that nature. So, um, you know, that's what I, I'm still working on, to be honest. And you know what? That is such a good point because here I am. I'm like, okay. What is such the big deal? And when I speak to even my friends that are speakers, um, I was in this group who has like uh, all these women in the group and she likes to do workshops and stuff in person. I'm like, well, all you got to do is go online. All you got to do is use Zoom. You know, you just go online. And every one of them, they're saying like, well, no, I like to see the woman who I want to hug the person yes. here it is yes. you want to see the woman like myself put this beautiful dress yes. by the way that she designed for me that i have <laughs> used for marketing purposes for years now you're right when i put that dress on it's just something about it and yes. you're right so just come alive <laughs> how selfish am i to think that you don't go through that too i'm the same way with a woman gets their hair done they just come alive yes. i always talk about how their shoulders just kind of go back a little bit. We just have a little mm-hmm. something about our walk. You know what I'm saying? Right. So how right. selfish of me to even think that it would be any different for you. You are so right. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's like <clears throat> in this pivoting, we have to come up with a new way uh, until we, or it's just, you know what? I guess we have to implant this in our mind that it's, it's going to be a, a temporary fix until we can get over. Because, you know, now we're thinking then, Sinead, you know, I'm like, just pivot. But it is not that, not to say that it's easy because you still got to come up with a way to create that income stream because that's necessary. If there's no money, then you can't, you won't have a business and that's not good. That's not a good business decision, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but just doing what you have to do, knowing that it's a temporary fix mm-hmm. because that, that's true. That is so true. Yeah. Um 
And it may not be temporary. You know, we just don't know. You know, it could be, you know, we, we just don't know. So, you know, in, in any avenue that we do take that, you know, has to be a form of pivot, then we got to look at it as, you know, is it going to be something short term, long term, you know, we just have to make sure that it's kind of developed where, you know, it is it, that it can be, you know, used as a long term solution, you know, to, to whatever the issue is. Well, I, mean, I, I know. Short term. Right. I, you know, I'm speaking it. I'm thinking I'm thinking post COVID. I'm, I'm thinking a year out. But yeah. I know, you know, we are having a lot of meetings on Zoom. And I know the, the dresses and things that you make are for that woman um, that gets dressed up, things of that nature, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I also know that you had to shift a little bit and create masks. Um, you've had to kind of do what the demand was. How, how easy was that for you? Like, was there some kind of shock factor you to shift or did was that a quick pivot did you quickly like what you what did you think about that that was quick that was was quick quick yes ma'am absolutely when if you see the bills still coming in and and you have a craft god gives us skill sets he gives us talent he gives us craftsmanship he gives all that to us and it's up to us to use it wisely so how ignorant would it be for me to say all I do is dresses. That would be ignorant. I have two degrees that says I do design. Yes, niche fashion. So these masks are about to be fashion as well. But oh well, they're going to take care of you, whether they're fashion or not. Uh, you got to buy them. Uh, you got to you know wear them, you know, whether they're fashion or not. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, that was a no-brainer for me. I was like, uh, I have inventory of fabric. I have tons of fabric. Correct. Nobody's buying dresses right now. Mm-hmm. Aha, this is it. That was Let's one pivot. Back. Yeah, that was one pivot. Let's get back to these machines. So, yeah, it, it was a no-brainer. It was, okay, plan B. What else was another, um, I know this was probably as of recent, you know, I know accessories, you know, even though um, women may not be wearing dresses, you know, I know like I did a, I do photo shoots, I do online videos and things of that nature. I still like to accessorize. So this was like, oh shoot, Mm hook me up, T, what you got going on? You got fabric over there? And I just think it's amazing. I was just talking to someone. I said, this was the time where sewing machines was, dust was blown off. The dust, Mm -hmm. if it was dusty, people was pulling out sewing machines and by the droves and just really, you know, getting into doing things that were just so different that they hadn't done in a while. Not you because you're in your craft, but like some of my stylists, like they probably hadn't used that in a while. It went back to like home economics when people in my age group had those type of classes, you know. Um, so here you're talking about these are leather. Uh, what mm-hmm. fabric? I know this, are they, what would you call this fabric? Suede. 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 Oh, so mm-hmm. I have leather and I have suede. Yeah, suede. <laughs> yeah. from my leather. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, so you got the beautiful accessories with the, your earrings. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then are you doing the, um, what else are you doing? We're doing everything. We're doing uh, head wrap, mask set. Uh, there's a mask uh, on the website. There's head wrap and mask sets on the website. Of course, I don't have the mask on now, but if you look, the mask will match the head wrap or whatever. Uh, we're doing those. Um, last year, so this is um, before COVID, we had uh, started doing a lot of print designs. And I've always wanted to get into home decor, home decor and office uh, design. And so last year we launched a home decor line. So we offer the prints, our original prints that we create, that um, some of them create in the actual dresses also. Uh, like our famous tribal print, uh, we do mm -hmm. those in your home decor also. So pillows, towels. Um, journals, uh, artwork, um, you know, all of that, you know, you know, th those things we, we offer also. And then right. too, we've offered, <clears throat> which I've been doing again, but this picked up uh, quite a bit, you know, during COVID is, you know, a lot of designers, they, they, if you have a craft and again, you've been to school for fashion, then there is a lot of different you know, elements that you know uh, how to do. But then there's some designers that did not go to school. So they only know, you know, certain things. So, you know, we started offering services. And again, this is before, but this has picked up. But offering services, services to other designers um, to help them, you know, maintain their business, to help them pivot, you know, things of that nature. So... You so know, give me an example. Okay. So like you're a designer, someone's gone to school mm -hmm. for just a little bit. They have a working knowledge. They could possibly yeah. help to facilitate some of the business that you may have, such as being an assistant or being an intern. Being an assistant, being an intern, but more so the service in, in details because some of the things a lot of people do um, um, internationally or they outsource internationally. So, you know, some of that stuff has been you know, depleted, you know, because of, you know, what's going on. Um, so like pattern making is one. So a lot of designers um, have their ideas um, and they just source that information out to their manufacturers to get everything done. So, you know, a lot of designers do not know how to create some of the process in it. So to, to create their own patterns or to create their own croquis or create their own tech packs. So we've been... Um, you know, offering those type of services to other designers to help them, you know, with that process. Because everybody think, you know, it's an idea and then voila, it's a product. No, ma'am. It's not that simple. There's quite a few channels uh, that goes into, you know, making a dress, making a, uh, you know, a collection in itself. Uh, it's quite a few channels. So, you know, we try to help other designers, you know, fulfill those, those channels. You know, I'm sure. So I know that um, you're an educator also. Uh, mm -hmm. You've taken your, um, your, your humble beginnings, which I want to get that from you in just a moment, but you've taken your humble beginnings and now you teach up and coming artists um, in the field. Uh, what would you say about the new stylist of today in the fashion industry. 
Um, given, you know, like you said, internationally, things are kind of not in place, but um, they want to get, they want to get started. Um, is there a piece of information with all of your knowledge that you could give them to stay encouraged? Um, I, I was looking, I was on a webinar uh, this past week, a few series of webinars this past week with Text World, um, the different trade shows that come up throughout the year for, you know, buyers to go to, for um, exhibitors to participate in, you know, whatever the case may be. But this one was specifically for textiles. Um, so this is typically what I go to to find fabrics for find, finding my suppliers for mm -hmm. my fabrics. But of course, everything was virtual this year, so uh, we had to uh, do meet and greet online, you know, to find out who we need to find. But nevertheless, uh, on these webinars, you know, there was some pertinent information that they were giving us, and I told wholeheartedly agree. So this is not really, you know, my ideas, but I was like, yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> but the bottom line is, I think that. The biggest thing for the fashion industry, for a fashion student, you know, if you will, you know, for anybody that's up and coming, coming into the fashion industry, this is a great opportunity for you. It really, really is. Um, a couple of reasons. One was definitely building relationships. This is really the only time that you can really pick up the phone, not pick up the phone, but DM someone, email someone, and you probably get a response. Um, send out a resume. And you probably get a quick response because everybody is on the web, you know, uh, even if you're not, you know, particularly on the web right now, you know, you still have that, that, that time frame where you're going to get on there and you're going to look at things a little bit more deeply. So whatever industry that you want to work in, definitely do your research, you know, definitely don't want to be into a field that is dying, you know, like the big box stores, those are dying. So you know, boutiques and small intimate settings of shopping, online shopping, you know, anything of that nature, you know, those are going to thrive and things like that. Because at the end of the day, people want to, you know, know who they're uh, buying from, you know, uh, again, being intimate, uh, you know, with these companies. It's, and to me, it's going back to the old school days, right? You know, when yep. we had, <laughs> you know, that Pacific store and we went, in and it was like, hey, you know, they knew your name, you knew my name, you know, it's going to go back to those days, you know, um, and I think that's exciting because, again, that offers uh, the opportunity for you to really understand who needs what, you know, and if that's the case, then that's sustainability. You're not making all these different products that's going to go into the waste field, that's going to destroy the earth things of that nature. So I, I think that, you know, from that standpoint, I think it's it's a savior in disguise. Not Black Jesus savior, but savior in disguise. Yeah. Girl, I love you. <laughs> no, but that's good. Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah. No, this, this is but good I because that's, I that's think... Where, where the message is. And I think that People need to hear that. I think people need to hear from those that have been in the industry, the word sustainability, yo. Like, 
you can't just give up. Sustainability means that you're going to have your ups and your downs, your ups and your downs. But what is that bounce back of yours looking like? Mm-hmm. You know, you said clearly that you were on a series of webinars last night or yet last week. Series. You were yes. series, excuse me, series, <laughs> right? But my point yes. is that you were feeding yourself with knowledge that creates the sustainability that has kept you in the industry. You're trying to mm-hmm. continue your knowledge that will lead you to knowing what's going on before the goings on go on. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And so when, you know, people get into a business, which we're both business women, mm-hmm. um, there is sustainability that's necessary or you're going to get eaten up by the wolves, by the hungry. You know, I always mm-hmm. tell my students, you know, it's a dog eat dog. And, you know, we hear that word, we hear it so quickly, it's a dog-eat-dog world. I slowed it down. I said, it's a dog-eat-dog world. That means if you don't have enough dog or bite in you, somebody's going to devour you because you're not knowledgeable enough. You don't have enough to kind of go back. So in order to do that, knowledge is power. You get that knowledge and you're able to say, hey, all right, let me pivot. Let me shift. Let me, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's not something where, you know, business is something that you just fall over and just give up not not the successful people if you follow their story their story is full of um ups downs failures successes you know the failure is the word that you know you can place it whatever you want to say you know failures are events it's not you personally but they're just decisions mm-hmm. that you know, you may, may just have to make a, a create a detour um, and different right. things that we do in our lives um, require us to kind of go back to the drawing board. But um, like great, great advice that you're you're sharing. And I think that whether it's the beauty industry, whether it's the fashion industry, um, you're in the insurance industry, you're in the credit industry, you are in the... Um, any industry, there are Mm -hmm. basic business principles that Mm -hmm. are across the board. Um, Is there one principle that you could think of that has kept you in the game thus far? Like Like a particular principle that you glean on? Um, uh, for for me, I mean the, the the biggest thing because like I said, you know, what drives me in this industry is my customer. Um, so knowing your customer, knowing your market, um, knowing what they need versus what you want to do for your brand. Um, yes, your brand is an aesthetic of you, but definitely understanding how to mesh those two together, um, I think is important. So knowing your customer and giving them what they need um, is, is one of the, the, the principles that I, I stand by, I would say. Good. Okay. That's good. Because I'd be like, T, uh, what size you go up to? What, what size are you going up to? And then that's, you expanded your business. Because I'm exactly. flexy. I'm, you know exactly. what I mean? So, or and, and, Yeah. And it wasn't like that, you know, years ago. Right, you know, yeah. I kept telling you guys, look, I'm trying to save on fabric. Yeah, yes, I do. And I had that fashion show back in 2007. I was like, look, right, honey, right, 
This is full figured. We're fabulous out here. And I think that because of, I don't know, maybe I'm I'm far reaching, but maybe that exposure, I was like, look, T, look what you got. I need some more fabrics. Because I I always attribute those two pieces that I wore to me winning second place. (laughs) (laughs) And both of those uh, pageants, you know, I did my thing, you know, but I was scared, girl. But those pieces yeah. that you made for me were yeah. fabulous, and they were yeah. unique pieces uh, yeah. specifically for me. So that mean that meant that you had an eye for what my body yeah. type needed and my personality. And so um, I appreciate that what you said was on point. You have to have an idea for your market. So not so much about what you think. Mm-hmm. the business is but what your people your ideal clients need and I was one of them and yeah. been running back ever since so that very very good and I hope that some of the people caught this and that this show is not yeah. I hope that you take some of the foundations and the um, the right. knowledge from this and just add it into your business because I'm going to tell you what doesn't change I don't care what business you're in because I have a few different businesses that I do, but branding doesn't change, marketing doesn't change, and sales does not change. You got to know your brand, you got to know marketing, you got to know sales. If you don't understand those three, then you're going to have a difficult time in your business. And when I say a difficult time, you're going to have a difficult time earning money in the business. And so um, I want to say thank you for coming on today this was a great topic awesome. yeah and um how can people get in touch with ut everything flow by tara davis all social media website everything flow by tara davis flow by tara davis again uh, she did the earrings uh, this dress that i wore um in my graphics. I have some new photos coming out. I wore those dusters. You may have seen them in some of my pictures. I said the next time I do a photo shoot, I have got to get some new, new from you. Um, So I'll be coming in. I got to get my my measurements done and and good and stuff like that. And so um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Any last words you want to say to anyone in the fashion industry? Um, just, uh, keep, keep it on. <laughs> I keep, mean, at the end keep of the day, keep keeping on. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, people use that, the word passion so, so much, um, or sometimes too loosely, but, um, you know, if it's truly your passion, whatever it may be, it might not, you know, even be in fashion, but, you know, whatever your, your niche is, uh, you know, passion means you go hard with it, you know, passion means you eat breathe, sometimes leave, you know, that thing, you know, so it's very important for you to understand, you know, not to give up during the tough times, you know, to understand, uh, to make sure that you have, um, you know, the strength, um, and sometimes you don't have it, you know, you know, in the flesh, you don't have it, so sometimes you got to call on Black Jesus. To, to get that strength, you know, to, to definitely understand how to be, uh, you know, patient, how to thrive, you know. During yeah, um, very so, true. I, I don't think a lot of us were built for this type of pandemic, you know. 
but it shows who you are, your character, your strength, your, you know, it shows, you know, what you can do. And if not anything else, you should, you know, look to the other side and try to maybe pat yourself on the back, you know, hey, I'm doing this, you know, I, I'm in this pandemic, you know, I'm still making money, um, I'm pivoting, um, you know, coming up with different solutions that I would have never thought that I would come up with, you know, so pat yourself on the back, you know, a lot of times we don't, you know, do our little mini accomplishments, is what my other friend Elise would say. Pat you on the back, pat on the back, and do um, celebrate the the miniature or the mini achievements, the mini accomplishments. And sometimes you have to do that because in yeah. the thick of it, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, it's taxing, it's is stressful. You know, it could be, you know, depressing at some point. You know, but you you gotta, you know appreciate those many accomplishments uh to, to keep going basically so yeah excellent words of wisdom my friend i thank okay. you <laughs> i love you flow by tara yeah, davis y'all and um yes, again thank you i want to just say uh for those that have showed up today um check out my website shanaestarns.com um, if you want to stay connected with myself and the beauty expansion movement, please text the word beauty to 55444. Text the word beauty to 55444 and you will get on my email list. I got some great things coming up in the near future. And I'm just I am wanting to also interview more individuals in this industry. Uh, so I am looking to do more interviews. I want to get out into the community. This is not about me. This has always been something that I wanted to do. There in my eyes are some heavy hitters out in my community. And I just want to share you all with everyone that needs to hear something from you. And if that means that you need to put it together, uh, you've never gone live, you're a little nervous, that's okay. We're going to shake it off. I'll ask you some questions, but we're going to make it through the interview because I feel like there's something that you have that the world needs to hear. So again, thank you for this week's show, Tara Davis. Until next time, have a great, great week. Take care, guys. Peace. Bye.